like a playing GameCube. Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose. Can't choose what game system they use. Like saying who better, Ken or Ryu. You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too. We can watch anime all day and skip school. Young legend, rap taking to a new level. New medals for young kings who don't settle. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's all I know. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. Keep it retro. Keep it retro. Never let go. Keep it retro. I'm the Otaku King of Hip Hop. Y'all couldn't pull up on me at a pit stop. Got the Sonic ring. Middle with my wristwatch. Here, make the ring noise every time it tick tock. It's Young Bay, not Jimmy from the block. Gotta tell me when to start. Don't know when to stop. Pull up to the scene, like my name, Robocop. Robo Legendary Styles T, it's a pop. Uh. PS1, yeah, bought it for the fun, yeah. Six ball, yeah, you don't even know, yeah. Game Boy SP on the flow, yeah. Room full of anime scrolls, won't mow, yeah. If she not an otaku, we cannot buy. We so retro, we play the Wii outside. I cannot hear ya, that's a far cry. DG anime retro life. Free it with my big bro playing Nintendo. Joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's all I know. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Keep it retro. Keep it retro. Never let go. Keep it retro. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's all I know. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Yo, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Earth Mac, the mad scientist. And it's your boy Thanos, mother effing Rick. What is going on everybody? It's your, it's the Orange Phoenix Morning Show everybody. The morning, Orange Phoenix Morning Show back again, fresh off of vacation. Yes, back from Greece again. Back from Greece. You know what? Yes, back from Greece. Back, back from Greece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why you gotta be Greece though, man? Santorini. Big money, big money, big money. E. That should be your your new name. Not wow. the math scientist, but big money, big money. E. Back uh, from va- <laughs> vacation. C- come on, man. I-, I don't have money like that. You don't have okay. money like that. All right. All right. It wasn't Greece this time. It wasn't Greece this time. I, I'll say that. It, it, it wasn't Greece this time. It was Bali. Okay. It was Indonesia. Okay. You know, he was out there. Okay. You know, Marcel Queen's ransom, man. You know, it was her birthday, you know? Her birthday was uh was on Saturday. Well, happy, happy belated birthday. Happy birthday, yeah. Queen's ransom. Hope yeah, you, you all know. enjoyed it, you know? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Mio's 38 says hey, I'm going to have to start playing Million Dollar Man to keep to open this show Money, 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 money uh, Mio's, that's, that's all E E got big money He got big money Thanos <laughs> <Big laughs> Rick, man What is going on with you, bro? Man, I'm fucking pissed off Again? 
Again? No, what the hell is, is Team USA doing with basketball? Okay, okay. What I, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. So, okay, now listen, so. listen, listen, listen. Before I get into it, no disrespect to any of the other countries. I'm not like Stephen A. Smith. I don't disrespect the other countries. I don't. That's right, all Stephen right. A. Smith. But Kevin Durant, Dame Lillard, Bradley Bill, Tatum, you know, what are we? What is it? Can okay, someone, so. Can someone, you know, Mio's, you know, Queen's Ransom, can, can someone explain to me what the hell's going on? So, I, I can't explain anything on Shrek. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm just as pissed off. I'm like, bro, okay. Again, there's no disrespect to other countries or whatever the case may be. It, it, it's not that. It's just, my brother put it, because we went to go visit my brother on the way back home to visit my older brother. So, me and him was talking about the USA basketball team. He said, listen, you get paid X amount of dollars because you are part of that 1% that get to the NBA, that makes it to the NBA. Because you know as well as I do Thanos Rick, at Rutgers or at the ballparks, there are players out there that play better than some of these NBA players, but they never make it. You know what I'm saying? But yet, you are on a global stage and you're not playing the best of your ability. Now, it's not the USA team that we know to love. We got the dream team, right? Everybody remembers the dream team. You know, George, Ewan, Bird. You know, just to name a few. Just that's just barely scratch, scratching the surface. Not to mention Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't touch that team. Could not touch them. And at any point where you got the best of the best there, you know, you should be winning way more games than you lose. Of course, you might take a loss or two because honestly and truly, NBA is international. So you do have international players, right? Because they do play for their you know, respective countries. So you got that. But still yet, though. You know, still yet. You know Mark, and I was just going to say that. Neil 38. I was just going to say, Evan, Fornrier, I, I can't say his last name. Forgive me. But, you know, he's right. You know, Evan plays for France. Like, look, these guys are great individually, but as a team, you know, they're not really, and I was watching some, some sports news this morning or whatever, and Chris Broussard, FS1, Fox analyst, you know, for sports or whatever, he's like, well, look, you know, it's, the players really aren't getting along with Greg Pop. They're not really feeling how he's running the show. And, you know, the style of basketball that they play, you know, those players on that Team USA team are the focal point within their respective teams. So when you have all these players, these focal point players playing together mm -hmm. at the same time, everybody wants the rock. Everybody wants the ball. They don't really know team basketball. And you know, Greg Pop, you know, Spurs, he is really big on team basketball. Yeah, fundamentals. You know, boys and girls, basketball is still a team sport. So I don't understand why Kevin Durant, these guys, still want to be the focal point if that is the case I don't know I don't know and you know at the same time and I've been reading the comments and people have been well you know these, these hell even Dame Lillard said like you know Dame Lillard said well hey you know these these foreign players they don't play like this when they're in the NBA but when they go back to their home countries 
it's like they they all turn super saiyan they're yep. great you know what i'm saying <laughs> and you know that was a good point that they made because i was like well you know e it could be the money maybe our players are just rich and spoiled and they don't really give a fuck e, that might be the case that might be the case you know these they they may not care about gold medals like they do the NBA title or the money. Unlike guys from France, Argentina, Slovenia, you know, countries where money really isn't going around like that. Players aren't rich, so that love for their country is is, is elevated now because yeah. now they have something to prove, especially against us, America. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, if we can beat America, now we're the shit. So Bro, it's, I, it's I'll the, tell you like this. It's like, the, what, it's the mentality. It's the love for the country. It's, you know, versus the Americans, us, we're just like, you know, we're living a high life and we're all rich and got money. We don't give a fuck versus, you know, a Brazil who may not have much or whatever, but, you know, they have that pride for their country. Plus they have something to prove on that world stage. That's why whenever we have the World Cup with soccer, mm-hmm. nobody gives a fuck about USA soccer because we suck compared to the team. <laughs> and e, that's the truth. And I love soccer. Soccer is my favorite sport. But American soccer sucks. We're terrible. We're garbage. Hell, the fucking USA women's team, what, they they, they just beat... Who did they just beat? Uh, they beat someone 6-1. to one. But yeah. lost the first one to Sweden, like zero to three or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's just I don't know, bro. I don't know. Thanos, I I'll tell you like this, bro. Um Max uh Mio's thirty eight says, Hell, they don't even have an actual lead on the team. All those guys want to be superstars, but nobody wants to show their responsibility. And Max says, hate them as much as you want, but LeBron's absence is killing them. And yes, USA soccer sucks. Well, <laughs> Well, LeBron is the ultimate leader. LeBron is the leader. He's a leader everywhere he goes. He he, he knows how to delegate, how to, you know what I'm saying? When people want to say, well, KD's better. Look, KD may be a better shooter, but KD's no LeBron, bro. KD can't lead a team like LeBron can. Hell, no one can do it like LeBron can. So you need LeBron for stuff like this. Because LeBron knows how to, you know, lead. And manage, supervise, and delegate. He knows who who needs to be where, where the ball needs to go. LeBron knows it ain't KD, it ain't Dame Lillard, it ain't Tatum, it ain't Draymond Green. <laughs> oh, it definitely ain't Draymond. You can count Christmas you know, on Draymond. It, it ain't Bam Adebayo. All good players, all good players, but they're they're they need a leader. They need a leader. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and hey. If KD's the best, okay, KD, show your stuff. Lead, lead the team to a gold medal. Since yeah. everyone is riding your dick, not me, but since everyone else is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm a LeBron fan, E. You know that. I love yes, LeBron. Yes, no doubt. No doubt I, I, think Le- I think LeBron's the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, you, you think KD's the GOAT? Okay, KD, we'll lead the team. Look, I say it like this, man. Uh, I do agree with you, Thanos, as far as LeBron being the leader. Um, it just, I think last Olympics, USA was kind of sus then. So the fact that all these players are together and they're playing individually and they're not really gelling, it, it just it just wasn't what it was. Honestly, 
it reminded me of the Miami Heat when LeBron first got there, the first year when Dallas beat them. Like there was a lot of leaders on that team, but nobody really wants to take the back seat at that point. Hence why Dallas won because Dallas played a team game. They, they won that, but hence the second year they figured it out. They got the chemistry right, and then Miami went on to win their NBA championships. So. It's kind of like that in a way with the USA team. You got too many individual teams, you know, individual players want to do their own thing, want to pat their stats. But like you're playing for you representing USA, you representing you being the best player in the world or the best team in the world. It's about time you show it. And then you take that loss that matter. You lost against France, you lost against Nigeria. I forgot the other team they lost against. But it took three of the last four games. That they lost, and it's crazy. Man, and um, and me said, in my honest opinion, the only reason the USA US won the 2016 is because of Olympic mellow. (laughs) Man, listen, man, I don't, I don't like KD. I never cared for KD. He's a great player, but no, 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 that 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 ain't it. And as far as Miami goes, no, to your point, E. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade was still the leader of that team. But right, right. Dwayne Wade conceded that spot to LeBron because he knew LeBron was better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that first year when they lost, they didn't know how to play together as a team. But they, you know, put your ego aside. Put your ego aside and play as a team. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. All this ego, all the money. That's why all those foreign players, they come to America, get their money, and they go back to play for their teams, and they fall the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is, bro. Look at Giannis. Giannis may end up playing for Greece, you know, this Olympic. And and, and guess what he gonna do? He will ball ball the fuck out. He gonna ball out. He gonna ball out. Like, this man is high off an NBA championship. He brought the Milwaukee. This man is gonna be high shit. Like, it's just all it's gonna be. Like, he is, he gonna be balling. Yeah. Balling. What if Greece win? What if Greece win? Hey, I'm, hey, I'm all for it. E, you've been there several times. You, you know what I'm oh, saying? Jesus. I love oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> you were just there with Queen's Ransom. Y'all were just over there. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind a Greece one. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. I'm all for other countries. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Man, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm all for Greece winning. Honestly, man, I, I, I'm not seeing us winning at any any point of this ba- of the basketball tournament. I have no, you know, confidence at this point. So it is, it is what it is. It is what it is. And I understand why you pissed off Thanos. Really. I understand. You got all these great players getting paid millions of dollars, or whatever the case may be, just to stink it up, to stink up the joint. So I'm over it. I'm over it. Whatever. Yeah, and Maxwell 3278, uh, he agreed with uh, me at 38, saying Olympic and or hoodie mellow can't be stopped. If he puts on the hoodie, it's a wrap for you. It's a wrap for you. You guys don't care anymore, man. Y'all just want, yeah. you know, they, they want to make their money and then just fuck everything else. They don't care, man. That's why people get so mad at, people get so mad at athletes. Like, yo, why are you complaining? Why aren't you playing harder? Why don't you you know what I'm saying? And a, a lot of it's true. And there, you know, a lot is not. But, you know, this, this goes to show you players don't care, man. 
Players yeah. Don't. And, and Mio Sardinia says he's betting heavy on Greece because Giannis is on the super high right now. And on top of that, he'll be playing with both his brothers for their home country. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah it's rap. It's rap, man. And you see what Luka just did for uh, Slovenia. He dropped like 40, 40, 11, and 6. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Luka, Luka's on fire right now. Man, whatever. Bro. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it, man. Man. This, this this fucking country, man. And I'm I'm not anti USA, so don't don't I don't want nobody confused. I, I'm not, but it's like, come on, bro. What are we doing? What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? What are we doing? Yeah, and uh Master 37 said Popovich isn't a good coach for this environment. He near he never managed rosters like this. I hate Coach K Love. Coach K actually managed very well. He managed very well. Well, well, I, I disagree, Max. I think Greg Pop is a great coach for this environment, but the players have to, again, put their ego aside and play team ball. Greg Pop is the best for team ball. That's that's what, ball I think that's what he basketball meant. Is a, basketball is a team sport. So if True. KD and Dane can put their ego aside and play as a fucking team, maybe they'll win. Yeah. Maybe they'll yeah. win, but the players have to buy in. You know what I'm saying? They have to buy in. Don't, don't, think- don't blame Pop. Because y'all don't want to act right, that'll be fucked up. And I think that's why, I think that's what Max is saying. It's like, you know, the coach, the team that he has coached don't have big egos like that, which they are more susceptible to the coaching prowess of Popovich. But I think with the team right here, there's a lot of egos that you got to, you got to ease a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's not his wheelhouse. He's used to teams that are used to team ball and it makes it easier for him to coach. But with this one, not so much. Like even like with Coach K, I'm, I'm very much sure that K managed big egos when he, you know, he was coaching Duke. I mean, and then on top of all of that, he got vast experience with the USA basketball team. So it's like, I'm used to this shit. So, you know, the fact Coach K is no longer there, that makes it it's a different coaching environment. You know, it's not Coach K's Coach K style. Because if Coach K was there, that they definitely would be winning more games than they would be losing. So it, it's crazy. Like Duncan, like Max was saying, Duncan was a star, but Parker and Manu played their role. But yeah, Duncan was a star, but they also had Kawhi. Kawhi was there. Yeah, David Kawhi Robinson. Yeah, David Robinson, Manu, Ginobili. Yeah, Danny Green. Like these, these guys ain't pushovers. You know what I'm saying? They're not. And if I'm Greg Pop, I'm like, look, if you motherfuckers don't want to play, then I will send your asses home, and I'll get someone else. Yeah. If I'm Pop. If I'm pop, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if y'all don't want to be here, then get your ass on that plane and head back. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. Get on If, the if bus. you ain't serious. Get on the bus. But hey, man, we got some uh, we got some nerd news for you guys today, man. Of course, Comic-Con, you know, yeah. it's coming on. You know what I'm saying? But we got some good stuff for you guys. Apparently, let's start with some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Uh-oh. But not exactly Uh-oh. the turtles. You know what I'm saying? Not exactly the turtles. So it says that uh, Netflix and Godmother Animation gave fans a first look at Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles. Now, if you watched the old school Teenage Mutant Turtles from the 80s and early 90s, there was a rabbit, Samurai, there, Usagi, and this is who it's about. It's a new series that is based on Stan Sakai's Usagi Yojimbo 
comic, and as reported by Polygon, Usagi Yojimbo starred Miyamoto Usagi as an anthropomorph anthropomorphic rabbit who has inspired by the real-life legendary swordsman Miyamoto Musashi. Fans of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles may be familiar with Miyamoto Musashi as he has crossed over into the Turtles universe multiple times. Now, uh, Samurai Rabbit, on the other hand, stars Teenage Rabbit Samurai Yuichi Usagi, a descendant of the great warrior Miyamoto Usagi, and takes place in a far future in a world that mixes modern high-tech images with classic Japanese references. So Samurai Rabbit follows the Teenage Rabbit Samurai Yuichi, descendant of the great warrior Usagi, on his epic quest to become a true samurai. Now, the description reads, but he isn't alone. He leads a ragtag team of misfit heroes, including a roguish bounty hunter, a cunning ninja, an acrobatic pickpocket, and a faithful pet lizard as he battles death-charging moles, metal-tipped winged bats, and monsters from another dimension, all in the pursuit to become the best samurai Usagi. Now, many of the characters Yuichi befriends during the show are also descendants of classic heroes of Usagi, including the brash Ronald Bounty Hunter, Gen, fun-loving Fox Thief Kitsune, and a serious cat ninja, Chiza. And also, Aquaman and Furious 7's James Wan is serving as executive producer. What you think about that, Thanos, Rick? You know, E, you, you mentioned that this character was had popped up with, with, with the turtles, correct? Yes, 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 he can has. You, can you jog my memory? Because I'm having a hard time remembering him with the turtles. Having a hard okay. time remembering. So you remember the, the old school TME Nintendo's when it came out, right? I think it was yeah. on CBS, I think. Yes. So, so that, that was the hype. Now, those of us that have watched the toys that made us, you know, Teenage Mutant Turtles was one of them. Yeah. But you already know they introduced so many characters in that show. Right. Like Mecha Turtle. Like he was one of my favorites. Mecha Turtle was one of my favorites. But Usagi was one of those characters. And he showed up on several occasions. Okay. Like he was he was just the turtle's ally. And from there, he gained a lot of popularity. But a lot of people didn't realize he had his own comic and it just was a crossover deal okay okay and that's how it is so now netflix is doing like a standalone deal where you showcase the samurai rabbit but the descendant of him which i'm down for that i'm cool with that okay okay yeah because i was i was leaning up on it i was yeah i was i was trying to remember but i just couldn't remember yes like, yeah so it looks good sounds good um they didn't have a trailer, did they? It was just like clips or I guess. Yeah, they did like a first shot for Samurai okay. Usagi. Yeah, yeah, they did a first shot, first look. Okay. And I see what Maxwell says, like, uh, he man disappointed me. Man, don't say that. Bro. Max, I'm what? with you. Max, I'm with you. I How? I, How? But we'll 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 speak on that later. But Max okay. <laughs> that that, that okay. good. But look. Yeah, so Usagi, also Usagi, yeah, it looks really good though. But the animation looks pretty crisp and looks pretty fluid, so I, I dig it. And I, I do like the whole thing with the, you know, they they want to cross over with ancient Japanese, you know, the old ways with the new high tech. I think right. that that's always dope to me. That's mm -hmm. always dope to me because you know, me and you both, we we love old Japanese ancient history, philosophy, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. All day. So. That's how we became brothers. Exactly. So, you know, for that to be mixing with high tech stuff, and I mean, it's dope. 
So, and now there is no release date, is there? Because I don't remember seeing one. No, nah, I don't think there's a release date. They okay. just gave like a first look as far as what's going on. So uh, there's no release date, but it just released it out for Comic-Con. It's kind of, you know how they, they had to drop some announcements for Comic-Con at home. So that was one of the big, big ones. And also there was another reveal and that was the Chucky TV show that's coming on USA and Sci-Fi. Uh, yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Uh, I know what you're gonna say. Listen, listen, before we jump into that, before we jump into that, I, I, let me tag He-Man just a little bit because I haven't watched all of it. <laughs> so no spoilers here because Top Gun is having it on right now. I will say this. Um, people are used to the actual 80s cartoon, right? Kevin Smith is a huge comic book head. A huge comic book head. And he's very close to lower. I will tell you right now, the comic book series is five times better than the actual original series that we have we've been used to. Because a lot of people have an understanding that Selator is the main villain. But in actuality, it's not. He's not. There's someone higher than him. And also, um, Skeletor has the two jewels. Uh, he has these two jewels, and He-Man has one, but there's a fourth one. There is a fourth one. And because uh, I'm I was reading the Eternity Award, and there's a there's a lot more in, in, into this. And honestly, the way this thing is animated, now I haven't watched the whole thing. I'm gonna just say it right now. The way it's being animated is definitely more violent. It will be more violent than the 80s cartoon. It's not going to be like, you, you know, He-Man tossing stuff around. There's going to be some freaking stabbing going on. There's going to be some killing going on. And it has to be. But the comic books is better than the actual original series. It definitely is. By a mile. And that's not insulting the old show because the old show is what brought eyes to the product, right? It, it was very, very popular back in the day because it was like very macho. That, that type of deal. But then they span comics, and the comics dealt way deeper into the lore, way deeper into the story, way deeper into the characters, make you get attached to the characters, understand the origin of these characters, not just he may, you know, I have the power and he's going to fight Skeletor. It ain't that simple. Trust me, it ain't. It ain't. It's way deeper than that. So they got to build the story up. It, it's just part one. That's all it is. It's just part one. It's not a whole series. So I understand why it's five. Why it's I mean, yeah, I, I watched. I might have seen maybe the first two episodes of the of the Netflix series. I mean, it's not it's not terrible. No, it's not terrible. And you know, I do like the animation. I like how they. I mean, I I like how it looks. I dig that. You know, story wise, and I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. You know, is. Eh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. and I see where uh, Mio says he says what's um, not Mio's top gun. It's more more adventures of Tilla, Tilia. So, and stress, and again with her, she has a she has a destination where she's going to be, and and they don't explore that in the. Uh, I don't think they explore that in the old cartoons. But in the comics, they definitely explore that. She has a way higher role than what people realize. A way higher role. Right. She ain't just a side character. 
no none of the characters in in, in Eternia are I mean with the exception of some of the henchmen that Skeletor had. Yeah. But they're not side characters. Everybody got a sub at a, and and I think just by reading some of the reviews, I think some He-Man fans are like review bombing it. It's, it's way more to the characters. I can guarantee you, most of those people that's that review bombing it never read the comic book. Never read. It. And I can't spoil it. What what Tila's role is, I can't. Nah, it's, but it's coming. Just 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 watch it for yourself. I mean, people are going to think how they think. E, that's you know, that's yeah, of course. Just, but yeah. I just know, I just, I just know for me. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, I was I was never really big into He Man to begin with. Right, right. But you know, it's I mean, it's it's it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not terrible. So <laughs> it, it's, you know, all, to, to listeners, give it a chance, give it a shot, and then form your own conclusion. You know. Yeah. So. And I'm planning on watching it and finishing it. I'm planning on watching the Power of Grey Skull as well. Yeah. Um. So, hey, speaking of which, you guys and it definitely. You know, hop on the good foot because on the August edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine, we definitely going to be talking about He-Man among a lot of other things. You know what I'm saying? A lot of other things. We got guest writers. Got my boy Thanos Raker. You know, and I'm doing his article thing. We got another guest article writer for the August edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine. If you haven't subscribed, go to Orange uh, Patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. You gotta good. You gotta get that. Guess who's in the building, ladies and gentlemen? It is Rachel Lowe. She just showed up. <sighs> Rachel, oh, what is going? On? What's going on, Rachel? You're, Rachel, you're late. Why are you late? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Rachel, your face should be the first face we see every time we do <laughs> every, the show. Every time. Every time. But yeah, man. So. Back to Child's Play. We have a Chucky TV show. And I know you heard rumblings, Thanos Rick. I know you heard rumblings. I've heard a lot of nonsense. Nonsense. Okay. <laughs> nonsense. And it's on USA and Sci-Fi. And I did watch the uh, most recent trailer. I'm intrigued. Have, well, let, let me ask you a question. Have you yeah. seen the last, not the reboot, but have you seen the last two Chucky movies on Netflix? Have you seen yes. them? Yes. Uh, Curse and Cult of Chucky, right? Yes. What did you yep. think? What did you um, think? Curse of Chucky, uh, I, I kind of like how the way it ended. Uh, spoiler alert. So after at the end of Curse of Chucky, uh, Chucky mailed himself to Andy's house. Andy has got to be in his 30s now. And... It's almost like Andy was waiting on Chucky to, you know, to show up. And as soon as Chucky popped out and he looked around looking to kill Andy, he stared down the barrel of a shotgun. And yeah, he, and he was like, yeah, I was waiting on your ass. Then he shot it, point blank. So, <laughs> so then Colt of Chucky, I can vaguely remember it. Um, in Colt, the main character is uh, Nika, if I'm not mistaken. And she is being played by Brad Dourif's daughter, and Brad Dourif is the voice of Chucky. So his daughter is actually involved in the lore as well. So um, I, I think it was okay for what it was. Um, it had its same gory goodness, and it seemed as though they was really teetering on going through the origin story. I think they kind of dived into it in Code of Chucky a little bit about how Charles Lee Ray was 
I think he was neighbors or something like that. But it talked about his adulthood. So it was okay. What you thought about it? I, I, I kind of got an idea what your thought process is. What do you think my thought process is? It sucked. That's what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, that's what you're going to say. I already know. It was, bro, E, you, you know me very well. You know me very well. <laughs> you're, you're right. It fucking sucked. <laughs> See? What I told you. Coach, I'm like, Coach and Chucky, oh, I'm like, okay. You have Nika, she's in this mental hospital and the doll terrorizing people in a dope concept, but the execution was, was off. And then it turned out to be, you know, several Chucky dolls popping up. Now they're all possessed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now they're saying with this new Chucky show coming out on Sci-Fi in USA, that might not that might not be the real Chucky, but another possessed or cursed doll. No one really seems to know which Chucky that is. Because again, at the end of cult, there were several Chucky dolls that were running around loose. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you dare. But I warn you, it, it, it fucking sucks. But check it oh, out on yeah, Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm back, saying? You bring it back to memories now. I think, yeah, he did something that was added to his right. uh, voodoo chant. Right. right. Yeah. So... And I did see the reboot. The reboot. The reboot came out in 2019, mm-hmm. and you can tell that they they tried to modernize Chucky, you know, for this day and age compared to when it came out in the 80s. Yeah, people I, didn't touch Alexa for like a week. I mean, it's. I get it. I get it. And again, I don't want to spoil that either. You guys check that out wherever it's being shown. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Speak much on it, but I mean, it it, it was decent. It wasn't bad, but mm-hmm. it could have been a lot better. It could have been a lot more gorier because it, it wasn't as gory as I thought it would be. But whatever, it, it is what it is. But yeah, it, it this new Chucky series, I think it's gonna suck because it ain't rated R. Yeah, on, actually, um, if it's on something like this in USA, it's what PG-13 now. To USA's credit, they have been taking certain liberties of showing things on television. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to say, you know, With like it, 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 it won't be like Netflix because Netflix is whatever. All yeah. systems go. But it's still USA. It's still sci-fi. It won't be as gritty, grimy, as violent as, you know, as you will see on the Netflix or Hulu or HBO Max. I get that, but I think it will be. I think it's one of the. I think this is the series that's going to be uh, has that liberty. Um, the Purge had that liberty. Uh, I think Queen of the South had that liberty. So I think this one will definitely have the liberty. If I, because looking at the trailer, it did it. It did a regular trailer. It wasn't a red band trailer. So if it was a red band trailer, I feel like Chucky would be dropping f bombs and or whatever. And I think it would be as glory because the Purge was was glory. You know, for USA, it was it was definitely gory. So it is. I think it's gonna ha- it's gonna be one of these limited shows that's gonna have that liberty of dropping f bombs and have a series. And honestly and truly, to truly tell Chucky's story, you need a TV series because honestly, movies are limit limited. You have like a two hour window, maybe three, but it, it's kind of hard to tell an origin story of Chucky 
without and still engage, you know, the audience or whatever the case may be. The only thing we know is he's Charles Lee Ray. He's the strangler. He got shot. He said his voodoo chant. He transferred his soul into the doll and he ended up terrorizing Kit. Well, you know, he wanted to transfer his soul to Andy because that's his way of having rebirth. Otherwise, he's stuck in that body and he constantly chasing Andy. Then he just, then Andy got too old. Then at that point, he, you know, wanted to find someone else. So that was his, that was his backstory. But we don't know why he became the strangler. So this takes place after Cold Chucky. And from looking at the trailer, it seems as though it is voiced by Brad Dorough and it is this Chucky. But in the trailer, it doesn't show Jennifer Tilly. It doesn't show any of the old cast members. But however, they are casted to be in this show. And there was an image of Charles Lee Ray as a kid on his birthday, like with a butcher knife, like at, at the you know at the table with the cake. And they also showed him beating a pinata, but he was enjoying it a little bit too much. So I feel like this is gonna be the origin story that we were looking for. What got him to this point of going on a violent rampage? Something triggered him at, at, at a certain point. So um, it is man uh, made by Don Mancini, but he's the original guy. Now, do not get this confused with the reboot because it has nothing to do with the series like at all like it had a totally different director and everything else right right thing was written yeah it's 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 a separate thing and you know to you know your point e well really because i was reading on it and they you know you mentioned charles Lee ray and how he you know got the birthday party with pinata what i've been reading they really want to focus on character development yeah you know they they really want to take this into a more psychological, more type of, you know what I'm saying, in that realm. Because, I mean, if you really think about it, movies from back then, there really wasn't a whole lot of character development. No. You'll, you'll see characters, and then they do what they do, and then that's the end. Yeah, so, that's it. you know, and I mean, it's dope. I mean, you want to see how Charles Lee Ray became what he was, and I mean, that's cool. But, you know yeah. what I mean? You have to get the story right. You know, I just, I just don't know again these certain liberties what are they going to do like is it going to be boring yeah. violent like how are they going to i mean we'll see we'll see and to rachel Lowe, no i don't hate everything you know <laughs> i'm not detroit i am not detroit i don't hate everything <laughs> i don't hate everything you know what i'm saying and you know you asked me well hey name three movies that are excellent okay godfather godfather part two back to the future the goonies sandlot I can keep going and going and going and going. These are great movies, great storylines. You know what I'm saying? I just I just like good stories. Don't just, you know, write some crap, put crap together, and then give it to us. No, it's still it's still gonna be crap. So you know? so I will say this. Now, are you gonna watch the documentary that's going that's coming to Netflix? The DeLorean? Um what documentary? Because they already have one called Back in Time, which I have. And I'm no, sure not, not that one. It is actually about uh, the creator of DeLorean. It is actually about him. Oh, the creator of the, of the Autoline DeLorean? Yeah, mm. I might check it out. Yeah, yeah. Out. Yeah, that, uh, the movies that made us, that that, came, that just uh, released a new season. I, the did toys. Yeah. I did see that. I did see yeah. that. The toys that made us, 
And I didn't know this about Ghostbusters, but originally they were looking at uh, Ben Belushi before, but it was Dan Aykroyd's best friend. But right at that moment, Belushi died. And they were looking at Eddie Murphy, too, to be in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it was a schedule conflict or what, but that's how they, and then later on, they end up with Bill Murray. And it is a very interesting thing because I was watching a little bit last night and. You know, Queen was like messing with some clothes and I was kind of like laying down. The next thing you know, it, you know, the next morning happened. And I'm like, holy shit. So I fell asleep on it. Wasn't boring at all because they got Back to the Future. They got uh, Ghostbusters, Pretty Woman. Uh, there's, a, there's a few others now, too. The one you should watch is Jurassic Park. That one's okay. interesting. That one is interesting. That one's interesting because there were. There were some things that, that I didn't know that came from that movie. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but definitely check that one out. Oh, definitely. And uh, like going back to Chucky, um, like how much more gore can, you know, do we really need per se that we haven't seen already? So I do, I like this concept of going in a different direction on understanding the character because in the horror genre, you don't really get that as much. I know Rob Zombie did it with Halloween. I know he did it with that. And you, you saw young Michael with his family and you saw the one person that he really did care about, two people actually, his sister and his mom. And you know, the moment that his mom killed herself, that was like, boop, that was his light switch. And, and it just was it for him. And now you got an understanding on who he is and how he moved. And why he's the way he is. So with this one, I think the lore with Chucky is a lot deeper. And it's gonna take a series to truly tell Chucky's story and why he is the way he is. And how he met uh Tilly, you know, Jennifer Tilly's character, uh Tiffany. You know, how he met how he ended up with these people that he knows, or whatever the case would be. So I'm 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 kinda I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Well, I mean, I, I I get that, but the one thing about Chucky, Ian, you know, he is a violent person. Of course, he's violent. So you know, don't don't take away certain aspects that drew us to him in the first place. You yeah, know? and that's that's like you know, Freddy Krueger, with, with, without the dream aspect, can't do that. You know right. what I'm saying? Or with the claws, you know, with the you can't you don't take away from it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, keep the core elements there. USA sci-fi okay cool I can live with that I can live with that you know what I'm saying I just want to see how you're going to execute it that's my next question I'm not against it I'm not hating on it but I have been disappointed with this last several you know what I'm saying like it it, it wasn't how I wanted it to be but I ain't the one making the movies I'm not writing the script so it, it is what it is but you know Hey. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, Neil Surrey said Rob Zombie's Halloween was absolutely brutal, and it was, it was, it was. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it myself. Um, we definitely see it comes out in October, so we got we got a few months of waiting it out, and I will be finishing uh, He Man probably tomorrow if anything like that. But we are definitely looking into it. Um, I know me and Queens Ransom, we finished Manifest, well, two seasons of Manifest that, that's on Netflix at this moment. So um, we probably jumped into some Gotham or some Supergirl because we heard very good things about Supergirl and Gotham. Gotham's already 
So might might jump into Supergirl maybe. I heard I heard good things about that, but yeah, we we'll see. We'll see. Now Thanos Rick, man, this might be something you might be interested in. I know I am because I have the comics on my bookshelf right now. Do you, do y'all remember this? It is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was a very short-lived animated series, right? Short-lived. It was from the 90s. You know, you had X-Men, you had Batman, you had the Marvel, the DC stuff, right? But what about the Image Comics? What about the Indies, right? So you had, on the USA Network, you had, you had Savage Dragon, and you had Ultra Force, and you had Jim Lee's Wildcats, right? Jim Lee's Wildcats is actually on CBS, you know, if I'm not mistaken. It only lasted for one season, but the comic books, though, the comic books was absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. And there was some news that was circling, circling around. And the news is that Wildstorm's Wildcats has officially returned to DC continuity. Now, there's a little bit of a situation because if you ever watched the uh, the Image Comics documentary, um, that's on Amazon Prime. They talk about how uh, you have Wildstorm and how they end up somehow ingratiating themselves in DC. Matter of fact, you seen Flashpoint, right? Yes. Okay. Grifter is actually in Flashpoint. He's the one who saved Lois in that tunnel. He's the one with the red mask and the gun. That was Grifter. He was a member of, of Wildcats, but Grifter is not a human. He's an alien. So, I mean, I mean, I hate the fact that he died in, in the damn movie, but whatever. So, um, according to Screen Rant, love them or hate them, the Wildcats are back in DC continuity as Grifter reveals the team has been operating from the shadows for some time. Now, after months of hints and cameos of the Wildcats just officially returned to DC Comics continuity, the former... Image Comics and Wildstorm Productions superhero team haven't officially been seen together since 2011. But thanks to DC's new Omniverse and the merged continuity of the Infinite Frontier Initiative, their stories are now part of the official ongoing DC universe. Now, appearing to help out Grifter, the team aren't just back in the comics canon, but seem to have been working on a secret plan from the shadows. Now, this was created by Jim Lee, my favorite artist, my favorite comic book guy, and Brandon Choi. The Wildcats were a covert action team of superheroes connected to the ongoing intergalactic war between the Karubin and the De Demonites. And later incarnations, the Wildcats incorporated the Halo Corporation and its founder, Jack Marlowe, where the Wildcats' desire to protect the world was complicated by team drama and corporate politics. Now, ultimately sold to DC Comics, the team were last seen in 2011 Wildstorm, the world's end before Wildstorm Universe was destroyed and incorporated into DC's new 52 continuity. Although characters like Grifter and Zealot uh, will find new purposes in the reimagined DC Universe, other members haven't been seen until now. So as DC established a new continuity, um, Cold Cash, aka Grifter, was first revealed to be Lucius Fox's new bodyguard and head of security 
Now, you may know Lucius Fox from Batman. Mm-hmm. So, so his discussion with Batman referenced Halo, which hinted that other Wildstorm characters were on the way. In the Lone Con Part 5 from Batman Urban Legends number 5, uh, the Wildcats make their official Infinite Frontier debut to save Cole and Lucius from vengeful Leviathan agents who's trapped them in a Wayne Industries sub-basement. Now, the Wildcats return as another popular superhero team into the mainstream DC universe, similar to how fellow Wildstorm alum the authority of being reintroduced to the new form, but this story hints that the Wildcats have been busy while they've been out on out of the spotlight. Cole's almost pathological ability to lie, cheat, and manipulate situations to his advantage sees him use Leviathan's attack to trick Lucius into giving him access to the company's data archives and main server, aka the Bat Computer. So, there you have it. Now I gotta find this thing. I gotta find the comic, actually. I gotta find it. I'm a little bit of, I'm a little excited about that. I mean, do you remember Wildcast? You remember watching it? I do. I do. That was a long time ago. Now, those of you that are interested, Wildcast is on Amazon Prime. You can get the season. You can buy the season. Um, I have that season, actually. I haven't, like, watched it in its entirety, but... Um, it, it's on Amazon Prime? It is on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. But you, yeah. but you, have, you have to buy it. You can't stream it. Um, I don't remember. Okay. I just saw it and just went to it. And I haven't finished it. But Wildcats are short-lived, and you know, going back and looking at, it, I can understand as to why. Because in in the comics, it's a little bit more violent, obviously. But you know, X Men, well, X Men was too. But they made it. They they really teetered the line. They really, you know, walked that fine line of the drama of a cartoon, but also being fun. So that's why X Men animated series is so great. And with Wildcats, they should follow the same premise. And in, in a sense, they didn't. So, you know, either way, Wildcats are very short-lived. Now, I'm going to use Pirates of Dark Water fan, obviously, but it never finished. Which I feel like Netflix should pick this thing up and just finish it out. But, unfortunately, I don't think Pirates of Dark Water has the, the popularity like He-Man does. Or oh, She-Ra. Oh God! It, no. it definitely does. It definitely don't. No. <laughs> so <laughs> it just—it is what it is. It is one of my favorite series, Pirates of Dark Water. But you know, I call it spade a spade. Call it what it is. Before we get off, Thanos Rick, I know you heard the rumors. I know you heard the rumors. There was rumors circling around that AEW signed Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, the Dragon, and CM Punk. What's your thoughts on these rumors? Uh, I don't know about that scene. Uh, He's Bryan. never denied it. He didn't confirm or deny it. No. But but knowing who CM Punk is, he can deny something. And he's like, nah, we didn't did that. I mean, Daniel Bryan, I'm not, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. You know, I wouldn't be shocked. But, you know, now that Vince has everything, well, everyone back in, back in the arenas, you know what I'm saying? It, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that might change up everything now. You know. Speaking of which, let me go on this. Hold on, hold on, for, for a second. Let me let me go on this rant right quick because it, this pissed me off. I'm glad you said something about Vince. <laughs> 
it's like you make us you make three steps forward and take five steps back like bro you had a phenomenal first live show right with, I mean, with Money in the Bank, it was amazing. Amazing. But not when they get it right, they get it right. And here comes Money Night Raw. Still good show, right? Who the fuck wrote for Karrion Cross, your NXT champion, undefeated NXT champion, that has beaten everyone in his path, including Finn Balor? to come on Raw to lose against Jeff Hardy in less than a minute and 39 seconds. Who wrote this shit? Who said it was okay for this? Who signed off on that? That that just goes, what that tells me is that they're treating NXT like it's still the developmental program. That's what that means to me. Man, I, I don't understand it. it. And you might be right, Thanos. You might be right there. But it's like, okay, you not. And there was rumors saying that he had Karrion had uh, backstage heat. That's actually not true. He didn't have backstage heat. But the thing was, you diminish what. If I was Samoa Joe, I would be pissed. I would be pissed because Samoa Joe is the next opponent for Karrion, right? They got an ongoing story. Now you kind of diminishing Karrion's character a little bit because now when he gets on NXT, the only thing that you're sitting here thinking about is Karrion getting roped, you know, losing to Jeff Hardy, which, okay, he came out in new music, but Jeff Hardy has nothing to gain from that. Like, what you could have done was have Karrion dominate. Now that you got the scenario, you could have had Karrion dominate Jeff Hardy and have Jeff Hardy squeak out with the win. But immediately after the one, two, three, Karen pops up and destroys Jeff. Like, destroy him. That would be 10 times better than what we got. 10 times. It's like, in my mind, I was like, all right, Karen about to destroy Jeff Hardy. Nah, that didn't happen that way. Then on top of that, you debut Finn Balor. Finn been on the main roster. No, let me, let me start back. He been on NXT. He been on the main roster to go back to NXT. Now he's ass back on the main roster. I don't have faith in what creative is going to do with Finn Balor. I don't. And then uh, I didn't watch SmackDown, but I did see some of the remnants that that Roman declined uh, Cena's challenge, yeah, but he, he accepted, accepted Finn Balor. Yeah. Which you know the end result of that. Finn going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> it's going to be a good match, but he's going to lose. What? The fuck is the problem? <laughs> why? why? <laughs> I mean, why is why is Karrion fighting Jeff Hardy anyway? Who set that up? Yeah, who set that up? Thank you. Who wrote like? <laughs> who I mean, wrote this crap? He's he's to Jeff Hardy. We love Jeff Hardy. He's a legend. He's a legend. But I mean, you know, eh. ah. you know, I'll. I would have rather see maybe him and Randy go at it. You know, Randy and Karrion. That yeah. would be interesting. Very interesting. You know, but Jeff Hardy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But E, e I'm with you. I'm with you. But again, and Max said it, Vince hate, he hates NXT. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? But 
NXT is still that developmental little sister program to, you know, Raw and SmackDown. And that's just yeah. what it is, man. That's just yeah. what it is. That, that, that just, that's just what it is. But, but SmackDown has been the better show, mainly because of Roman and Big E. Mainly because of that. And that's Raw. Right. That's fine. But E, when it comes to NXT, though, don't you NXT, think... NXT is the better show. Exa- so don't you think it should be elevated? If not, oh, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't know. And Look, no I'm, doubt about it. I'm NXT still pissed. I'm still pissed Nikki Ash won, won that, that, that title. <laughs> Look, you know. I understand the shock and all of it. But like I said, if Charlotte won, I understand why Nikki. I understand why Nikki won. That makes sense because Nikki can't cash in on any other baby faces because it just it wouldn't resonate well with the crowd. It just wouldn't. Well, why did Nikki win in the first fucking place? I maybe because Charlotte, maybe because they had plans for Charlotte to lose, like Charlotte not to hold that title for very long because she only held it for a day. So the plan was for Charlotte to lose to Nikki Ash. So I put it like this. <laughs> 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 here's what I say. <laughs> Look, here's what I say. And, and here's me trying to make sense of it all. Everybody that was in Money in the Bank, they don't really need that push. They're already elevated enough as it is. Like Liv Morgan, she's already good. Not Vega. Not Vega. Zelina, she just came back. So I, I understand why it would just be too predictable for her to win. Because she showed up like maybe up two weeks before Money in the Bank. She just got re-signed. So it's like, eh, I see that coming. You know what I mean? There's no shock and no. There's no there's no shock value to it. Everybody else, though, they really got no dog in the fight because they, you know, you got two, you got tag team champions in the match. So the only thing that will that will say shock and all would be Nikki Ash. Just like, again, I'm not saying Nikki Ash is Chris Jericho, but did anybody see Chris Jericho beating Steve Austin and The Rock the same night? On that pay per view to be the, the first undisputed champion, <sighs> like nobody saw that coming, right? Yeah, nobody I, even gave Chris Jericho a shot because you had one side saying Rock, you had one side saying Chris Jericho, and you had zero percent saying Chris Jericho. But who won at the end of the night? Shocking off from a fan yeah. perspective. I get it. Yeah, I still have issues with that to this day. To the, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But you can't deny Chris Jericho's ability. You can't deny the minute he showed up on Raw that night to interrupt The Rock, you know this shit was going to be big. You know what? They did a countdown every single week. And when Chris Jericho showed up, the crowd, the roof blew off the place. Blew off the place. E, I'm with you. I'm with you, E. You're right. You're right. So, but, I, but Nikki Ash. I, 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 that's the best I can say. That's the best I can say. I work with what I got. <laughs> I work with what I got, man. I, I, that's the best I can say. Everybody else has no dog in the fight. Everybody else is elevated. Everybody is pushed. I get it. I get it. I get it. And the two people, honestly, is Naomi or Nikki Ash. Those are the only two people you can really choose from. Everybody else is just there to make the match look good. What about Tony Storm? I like her. They couldn't have used her. But okay, Tony just showed up on the main roster. Got it. But she ain't gonna win the money in the bank right off rip. They ain't gonna do that. They, they're not gonna do that. What they're so, gonna do is they're so gonna put Nikki Tony. So Nikki Ash, Nikki Ash was the best way to go. The best way to go. 
I don't believe it. Okay. The best way to go. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I'm the best done. way to go. I work with what I got, Rick. I ain't saying that it was the perfect choice. I'm just saying that that was the best option. Right. You know, who else is going to shock you? You know what I mean? Like, you already got tag team champions that are already tag team champions. Yeah. And, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And Charlotte wasn't going to have that belt for very long because some people hated the fact that Charlotte won. People wanted, you know, Rhea Ripley to, to, to actually retain and beat Charlotte. You know what I mean? So, you got that. And in Mexico, because they planned it to have Charlotte beat her dad's title run. Now, here's the thing. Cena might beat it before Charlotte will. To be honest, because I, I, here's the thing. Sometimes I just want to be a fan. Hold on, E. Hold on, E. Mark says, so where does Nikki go from here? Who does she face now? Mio's, She's probably going to face Charlotte again. Mio's, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't <laughs> give a fuck, Mio's. I don't. Great question, Mio's. Great, great question. But I don't give a fuck, Mio's. I don't. <laughs> you know what I think? I think what's going to happen is... Charlotte is gonna face Nikki again, and Rhea probably gonna gonna have some type of interference and cause Charlotte not to re, not to win back that title. And Nikki will go on to face other people after the fact. So, uh, Mio thirty eight says. Uh, side note: Rick Flair said he wants Randy Orton to break the record. So, I mean, right Again, now, Mio's. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> Nikki Ash is the woman's SmackDown Raw champion. Nikki Ash, Hurricane 2.0, as as whoever just said that in the comments. Nikki Ash, Hurricane 2.0. Hurricane 2.0. Man, again, I, I'm not saying Nikki it Ash. Makes sense. Nikki I'm Ash. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. Now, I do like the old Nikki Cross. I do like her. This Nikki Ash character, I get it. I, I I get it. I get it. Nikki maybe Ash. She don't, maybe she don't have the belt for long, but she cashed in fast. And on top of that, take a second and listen to the crowd reaction to her winning. The crowd reaction was awesome. <laughs> That's all Vince needs to hear. That's money. That money printing itself. Hey, E. Mio said also Nikki looked like she lost some weight. Mio, you have a crush on Nikki Ash? You have a crush on her, Mio's? You have a crush on her? You think she I don't, She did. She did slim down. Matter of fact, she. You think she um, cute, Mio's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I was talking and said, USO have uh, the belts again. Oh, yeah, yeah. USO does have the belts again. I say USO. Uso had the best had the belt again. <laughs> I, re- I completely read that wrong. Completely read that wrong. Emil said, no, he's just saying random shit to piss you off. <laughs> I know, Mio's. Emil, it's working. You're doing a good job, Mio 38. You're doing a fantastic job. <laughs> because it's working. <laughs> oh my god. I mean Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash, man. Look, this is a bit look. Okay, now here's, here's something, because we talked about this. Kofi Kingston and Brock Lesnar. So, on the Battleground podcast, he says, and I quote, it was just so quick. I don't get paid by the hour, and it was a short amount of work for me. I didn't really have a lot of bumps and bruises, just one, so that was cool. 
If it was up to me, I would have had the match to go a little bit different than the way it did, but that's not up to me. The only thing I can really control is my performance and my ability to do what I'm asked to do to the best of my ability, and that's what I've made a career of doing over the last decade plus. It kind of was what it was. I think the positive is that I realize how much people are behind me. Even uh, still, uh, what he said, what he said. Even still, people are mad about the way that title reign ended, especially being that it came about so magically and organically, but it happened to be the direction that the company wanted to go. What are you going to do? You go to your job, you either do it or you don't. I don't really have much of a choice, but I just try to focus on the future and cement my legacy by the actions that I can control. Kofi said this? Kofi said this. Well, thank you, Kofi, for that very PC answer. But <laughs> I know you said <laughs> that's not how Kofi really feels. E. I think me and you both know. Yeah, of course. We both know. Of course. So thank, thank you again, Kofi, for keeping the PC and keeping that composure. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But deep down, you know it wasn't bullshit, Kofi. You know it was. You of course. Know you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, man, listen, man, listen. I, I, I'm with Kofi. Everybody was behind Kofi. And, and honestly, he's asked correct on, on a couple of things that it lets you know how much people were behind him. Um, a Kofi Mania 2.0, I don't see it coming right now. It's going to be a big E situation going on. So it's big E's time. You already know big E is going to be the champion at some point. Now. Yeah. Don't fuck us and have Big E cash in and lose. Don't do that. That is that is horrible booking. Horrible e, booking. E, if you ever do that. E, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, e, and I hope Max and Mills is listening. But matter of fact, the music just just cut it off for a minute. Uh-huh. If Big E cashes in and he loses. From that point on, E, I don't want to speak on any more wrestling. Call Max and call Mios up and have them speak to you about wrestling. What about AEW? What about New Japan? I what about, the, what about no. the other products that no. actually do right no. by people? No, I'm done. That actually do right by people? I'm done. If if if, if Big E cashes in and they fuck him on that, E, I'm done. I, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Max. <laughs> they don't call him either. Max, Mios. <laughs> Mark, I'm, I'm sure Mark would love to discuss it or whoever, maybe Top Gun. I don't know. But have them call in and they'll talk to you about it. I won't say a goddamn word. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. And, and, and that's a promise. That's a guarantee. That's a disclaimer. Whatever the fuck you want to call it, E, it's going to happen. If they I, I try was... some bullshit like that. I don't care if Bobby's a champion. I don't care if Apollo Cruz is a champion. I don't give a fuck. I don't. <laughs> Bianca Belair, I love Bianca. She's she's great, but I don't care. I don't. I'll say like this. It is not going to happen. I was just saying that to see what Rick gonna say what Rick gonna say. But it's not gonna happen because Big E, um, according to reports, is one of Vince McMahon's favorite people. He's up there with Roman Reigns as far as being one of Vince's favorites. So Big E will be champion, and that and that that's just what it's going to be. Like Big E will be champion by by all stretches of the imagination. Now, as far as when, 
That's the thing. Now, I think someone of Big E's character, I don't think he's going to cash in while Roman is down. I think he's actually going to walk up to Roman man to man, face to face, and like, nah, bro, I'm going to see you, but I'm going to cash in right now. And it's me, and it's you, and I'm going to beat your ass. And, and I feel like that's what Big E's going to do. Like, he's going to walk up to him and like, I'm cashing in. I'm not going to hit you while you down. I'm not gonna do any of that. We're gonna, hey, mono e mono, you 100%, I'm 100%. And we're gonna, we're gonna bang it out. We're gonna bang it out. And Maxwell, you said this better be the last time. That's the other thing, Thanos Rick. That's the other thing. You know, e, I didn't want to speak on this. I didn't. But since, but since Max brought it up, <laughs> I that's the other thing. Goldberg, who signed off on this shit? Like, first of all, we want Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. We don't want Goldberg and Bobby because we know Bobby's going to win. Because Goldberg has lost the last three or four matches that he's had. He lost against Drew. Uh, he lost against Braun Strowman. Jesus Christ. Now, to make the match look legitimate, because again, you know, work with what you got. Have Goldberg go in, have matches to lead up to Bobby. Like, have him dominate matches up until that point. Get the streak back. To now think at this point, he might have a legitimate, you know, right. You know, he might have a legitimate win over Bobby. Just might, from a, from a fan's perspective. Not analyzing it. But just a fan's perspective. You'll go bird the street again to make him seem dominant. But e, don't just put him in the cold match and then expect something. E, uh, something happen. E, e, that won't happen, and you know why. You know why. Yeah, that won't e, yeah I know. <laughs> I know. I, I know, man. Again, trying to. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with WWE, and and I don't think it's AEW's fault, but sometimes we don't like dirt sheets. Sometimes I just want to be surprised. I want to like be in shock when someone shows up. And I get a lot of that, at least 90% of the time when I watch AEW because I was oh, TNA at this point. I had no clue Jay White was gonna show up at the end of Slammiversary. No freaking clue, like none. So had no idea Mickey James was gonna show up. No freaking clue, but AEW had zero idea that Mark Henry was going to show up and say, hey, I'm going to be one of the sports analysts. No idea. Mark Henry was silent. AEW was silent. You know what I'm saying? Had no idea Sting was going to show up. You know, they have all these people. Hey, again, Alistair Black, Malachi Black, I'm sorry. No freaking idea. Thanos Rick, we speculated on when he was going to show up. We, we speculated on that. You know what I'm saying? So, but Malachi shows up out of nowhere. Lights go out. Lights come back on. He kicks the shit out of Cody Rhodes. Boom, we got ourselves a match. You know what I'm saying? WWE, I knew Goldberg was going to show up. I told, I, I mean, I told Top Gun. I told some other people off air. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, because I, me, I forgot who I was talking to. I'm like, nah, Goldberg's going to show up. Goldberg's, Goldberg's opponent will be Bobby Lashley. Just, just know it's coming. Well, just know it's coming. 
Well, Goldberg signed that contract. Now, I don't know how the length of that contract, but yeah, I think, I think Goldberg signed that when he came back, you know, whatever, and had that feud with Brock. Yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, you show up, you know, a few times a year here and there, whatever, whatever, and then that's it. But I'm not, I wasn't really surprised by it because I knew he, he had signed yeah. Now, yeah. for whatever reason, yeah, maybe Max, maybe, maybe you know, but is Brock, Brock, is Brock still signed to WWE? Is the contract still in place? I don't think, I think that con, I think he fulfilled all his obligations with his contract. Okay. So, um, I don't think Brock is opposed to coming back. I don't think that's, that's the case with him. So, so it's money. It's money. I don't even think it's money. I don't it even think it's money. money. I think it's, I think it's more Vinceism that for some reason, he don't he don't want to see Brock and Bobby. I don't know what that is. Bobby wants that. So just like he didn't want staying in Undertaker for some reason, but everybody wanted it but him. So I think it's a booking thing. I think it's it's just uh, just my opinion. I think he just don't want to book it. Or either that, or he's waiting for WrestleMania. Or either that, or honestly, e, the whole thing with Taker and Sting because we all know Vince loves Undertaker. I don't Correct. think Vince really cares that much for Sting. And, you know, I'm, I'm making an assumption. And I don't know. But with that, I think Vince was more worried about how the fans would react to Sting possibly beating The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Given how much of a, a, a fan base Sting has, I think he, was, he might have been worried about that. Because, you know, Taker, that's the main guy. So... You know, like if 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 that makes sense, like I I, I honestly believe if Sting would have fought Taker, Sting would have won that match. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. That. Yeah. And I love Undertaker, but I don't think he would have beat Sting. Yeah. Yeah. True that. Vince, Vince probably would have had a because I mean, and that would divide that would divide the fans too. I mean, it would it, it would divide the fans. How do you choose between Taker and Sting? How do you do that? Good. And, and, <laughs> and look, man, look. Like you said, Sting and Undertaker wanted that match. I think everybody wanted that match. I don't think people gave a damn who won that match. It's the fact that you got these two icons facing each other. And it's like, it's it just a, a dream match that never happened. And it's unfortunate. We had a lot of dream matches in our time. And still going, right? It's just one of those ones in that little category over here that just never happened. And I feel like Brock and Bobby will never freaking happen because, per again, per reports, again, a fan not being surprised, it's like, I think the plan is for Brock and Roman to go to tangle because Paul Heyman is in the mix, because Paul Heyman managed both of them. But how many freaking times have we seen Brock and Roman? It's been a few. It's been a few, right? But then again, this does have a new element because Brock never faced this Roman Reigns. Yeah, and Roman he, Roman is stronger. He he looks stronger now. Right. Yeah, yeah. He never faced this one. The visceral Roman Reigns. The the brutal Roman Reigns. The one that just destroys you and chokes you out, Roman. So yeah. uh, so with the character standpoint, it is intriguing because of the character. Not the match itself, because I feel like the match is gonna be ten times different. It's not gonna be a dominating situation where Brock is dominating Roman. It's going to be they're going to be destroying each other. But 
I feel like Bobby and Brock is the better deal because just say Bobby loses to Brock and get the WWE Championship. Then at that point, you got Heyman, Roman, Brock. And, you know, I mean, there you have it. Maxwell Dirk said, I feel like either Mania 2022 or 2023 is going to be Roman versus The Rock. Roman versus The Rock will be the next WrestleMania. I don't want to see that. I don't. That would even work into wars. And that was supposed to happen last year. I don't, but it I don't didn't want to, happen because of the pandemic. I don't want to see it. I'm not interested in a rock and Roman. But I'm damn it, Thanos, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. You know where this thing is leading. Me and you, me and you and the wrestling fans out there understand story. We know the moment that Roman said head of the table and he said Samoan heritage who is truly at the head of the table the rock is so you can't call yourself the head of the table unless you face your cousin and that has to happen like it just this so story already you, written itself so what you you'll bring the rock back just so he can lose to Roman who says he's gonna lose to Roman that's the thing the rock ain't gonna be no full-time wrestler he's, he's making Jungle Cruise and Black Adam and and fast, he's fast making tennis. Jungle Cruise and Black Adam. Eleven, he ain't come but, back. To but he has been, <laughs> he has been heavyweight champion part time. He done that already. He beat CM Punk. You remember? He beat CM Punk, and he wasn't on TV every week. He was still doing movies and shit, but still was the champion. He held that title for a few months, actually. But he, but until he, John Cena beat him, so he, it, it is possible for him to do it. And, and thinking old school, old school times. Back in the day, the heavyweight champion wasn't showing up every week. He wasn't. He, they, the Rock is not going to sign on full time. He, he's not. He's not going. No, no. I'm not saying he will. I'm saying is, it can be done. He can be a part time champion because it has been done before. And nobody better than I. Nobody. No fans was complaining. No. Because they know Cena and The Rock will face each other one more again. And at this time, Cena beat The Rock. And Rock held that title. He showed up, not every week, but he showed up when it was needed. Just like old school heavyweight champions back in the day. They uh -huh. show up when they're needed. Because why do you show up every week? I'm the heavyweight champ. You got to work yourself up to face me. Why I got to see you for? And that's old school mentality. So it can be done. It can be done. It has been done before. So you'll have The Rock come back, win the title, and then what? And then what? I mean, he can he can lose against somebody. He can lose against uh, Roman. Two things. One or two things going to happen. Lose Thanos against Ricky. Lose against. Wait, wait, wait. One or two things <laughs> is going to happen. Thanos. Either a, either a, him and Roman is going to face each other. Either for that title or just for who's truly the head of the table. If it's not for the title, that makes it more intriguing now because now you don't know for sure who's going to win. But if it's for the title, you kind of got an idea of who's going to win. It's more favored to Roman to retain. However, option two is that the Usos get split down the middle because honestly, because of, I forgot it was Jimmy or Jay, the one that got the DUI, I think that kind of like pushed the story up a little bit for them to be tag team champions. But remember, the returning brother had his had his recollections with Roman. He's like, eh, I don't know if I want to do this or not. 
but it took. I don't think. I think it took that DUI for them to just say, "All right, we're just gonna give you the tag team championship." But I think what's end up probably gonna end up happening is the second option is the Usos is gonna be split down the middle. You're gonna have the brother, one brother, go to the Rock and say, "Look, I'm more catered to boys him. He's the true guy." And you're gonna have, uh, I don't know if it's Jay Uso that's with him. No, Jimmy. I don't know. Yeah, Jimmy that's with Roman that's been with him from day one on his side. Then you have a tag team match with each other. One of those two things is going to happen. The main reason if option two happens is that The Rock may have ring rust on him. Because remember, a lot of people don't realize The Rock injured himself. Well, the Rock was injured in that last scene of Rock match. But he kept going, but you never noticed that. I think he's towards pectoral or some jazz like that. It was something. Something with his shoulder. It was crazy. He, um, we so, don't... Eat, it sounds good. I hear you. It can probably work, E, but I mean, honestly, I don't see what The Rock has to gain from doing this. And nothing. I don't think. The Rock has gained nothing, but and, it's and, the rub. It's all about the rub. But I don't think we need to have The Rock back, also. Like, I don't think that's needed. Well, okay, to be honest, you got you got over 100,000 fans. E, I hear you. A hundred thousand fans. E, e, I who hear you. Is e, I, who's more e, better than the most e, electrifying man? E, in I know. Entertainment. I know. E, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. But I already have an issue with them bringing back old wrestlers just to sell something. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, we don't really need The Rock, and The Rock doesn't need to come back and win that title that he's won multiple times. Right. Like, I don't, I don't really, I mean, what, you trying to sell WrestleMania? Okay, go fine, go ahead. But after that, you what, what do you do then? What do so, you do after that? After, rest- after, after you're done trying to sell some shit, what do you do then? What are we doing? WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania has always been known to for pageantry, celebrity guests, and everything else. The Rock is probably still the highest paid at in Hollywood, A. Eh? And he's a former WWE guy. So if you got 100,000 fans, the Rock damn sure is going to be there. Because he's supposed to be there last year up until the pandemic, right? So you got that. Then, you know, you got Roman, if he's still champion at that point, because you got Big E still lingering out there. Rumor has it is that the Rock will show up at Survivor Series. And that's going to be that, you know, that 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 buildup or whatever the case may be. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. But... You're gonna have like SummerSlam. Your big four with WWE is SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. When you got SummerSlam, SummerSlam is basically your summer edition of WrestleMania, and you got three main events. You got Roman and Cena, you got Bobby and Goldberg, and ah, I forgot who the third one is. I forgot what, like, the third one is, you know, is escaping me right now. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Edge and Seth Rollins. So, you got that. So, you got to have your three core main events. You, you're going to have that. So, I mean, Cena coming back, the crowd was unglued. You know, if The Rock comes back, the crowd will be unglued. There will be a spike in ratings. The highest rating that Fox had on for SmackDown was when The Rock showed up. That is still currently the highest rating. So Vince is looking at the the, the dollar signs. That's what she's looking at. And it's sports entertainment. It's not pro wrestling. Me and you are pro wrestling fans. 
just like the the crowd, you know, our listeners out there, the Geek Corner, they're pro wrestling fans. So, um, and Matt to Maxwell 3278. Yeah, I didn't know that Luke Perry's son was Jungle Boy. I didn't know that. Um, and he was always like a, a, a avid wrestling fan, but now he's a wrestler now. But I feel like their AEW is using the older wrestlers right. You got Tully Blanchard with the pinnacle. Not wrestling. But I mean, he, you know, he had a match, but he wasn't a focal point. You had uh, Orrin Anderson managing Cody Rhodes. You got, you know, uh, Sting showing up, right? Sting ain't really had a, a single match. He had like a tag match or whatever. But still, yet yeah, he wasn't the focal point. Here's how I know this. When Sting showed up and he looked at Darby Allen and he stared at him, he literally gave Darby Allen the rug. It was like, you just you just catapulted this dude from A to A plus, because he was never a B plus player to me. Darby was always a good guy. And now you just catapulted this guy just by standing next to him. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Sting, for doing that young man a solid. But you know, you know what I'm saying? And that's what all the, the old heads was doing in AEW. They're giving rubs. That's what they're good. doing. They're giving it's rubs. Good. But you know, again, Sting, I hope he's I hope they ain't trying to get Sting to wrestle because Sting is in his what, his sixties? And no, Sting already wrestled. He already he already he did a tag team match. He did a uh did like a cinematic match with Darby Allen. Uh, he put somebody in the Scorpion Death Drop. Like he already had a couple matches already, and it's and these matches are better than the ones that he was in WWE because he's getting treated better. Those matches are great. He did great matches. You know what I'm saying? Age ain't got nothing to do with with how you perform in the ring. If people yes. get hang up on yes. on age, yes, the hell it does. I, I, I get yes, what you're saying. Yes, the but hell it far, does. But you got if you are if you are 58, 59 years old. And look, I seen, I mean, I seen someone for the Rock and Roll Express did a Canadian Destroyer off the road. This dude is sixty plus years old, and he did a Canadian Destroyer. Uh, somersault well, power well, driver. E, well, E, maybe, maybe, maybe you're, you're into that, E, but I'm really not. I'm really. I'm not saying I'm into that. I'm just saying let's not don't discredit anyone because they're certain age, and you say, oh, they can't perform. No, these people can perform. They still can entertain. They know how to work the crowd. They are ring generals. They know how to do things, and they can teach young heads how to how to work the crowd and how to slow down. And don't have to you don't have to do flips all the time. You don't have to do all this other stuff. You can still do ring psychology and still work the crowd the way you want to. Kenny Omega is learning that through and through and through because he is he's trying to be literally the best wrestler on the planet, and he's wrestling every type of match you can imagine. He done done a match with uh, Sammy Callahan. He done a hardcore match with uh, John Mosley. He done a regular wrestling match. He, every match that been offered to him, I'm taking it. Stipulation, I'm taking it. And he's literally trying to be the GOAT. He's literally trying to be that. And he's slowing down. He's not flipping all the time. He's literally working the match. Cody, is, is the chief of that. I noticed that every time he works in the ring, he does that. The bus has slowed down. They have slowed down. So these old heads are teaching these guys some stuff, man. They, they're, they're really working the style match they're supposed to. So, I mean, okay. Okay. yeah, Terry Funk, he was still wrestling people 55, and he was beating people ass. 
right. Literally. <laughs> Literally. All right. Got it. You know? Got it. Easy. I mean, it might be hurt when they get back, but you know, you ain't gonna see that. You, you gonna see that. You're not gonna see that. You know, in the in the rain, they're gonna leave. They're gonna leave everything in the rain. They possibly can. What? Oh man, nothing. There was no shade, man. You, you right. I mean, you right. All y'all are right. All 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 y'all are right. It just. But yeah, guys, look, this is our show. <laughs> how old was Rick when he wrestled Jay Lee? God damn, how how old was he? Ugh. How old was Rick Flair when he wrestled Jay Lee? Rick had to be early fifties, I think. He had to be in the early fifties. But yeah, but yeah, man, that's that's our show for today, man. Look, go to www.patreon.com forward slash. Orange Phoenix. We're not be streaming again until Friday. Until Friday. Well, um, I will be streaming again on Friday. I will leave a little something for you guys on um, on today for Twitch. Just to let you guys know, I will be streaming on Friday, you know, once again to get everything straight. Um, and the next show will be on Friday as well. The next morning show will be on Friday. And uh, I'm glad you guys was able to hang out today. Because uh, Queen Ransom is still here. She's still in the bill. So we're going to get something to eat. Some fish. Some fried fish. The spot. Per her request. Because she wants some more fish. So we're going to go out and get some meat and And chillax a little bit. You know, we just got back from Greece. As the thing Rick would say. Beautiful country. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, gosh. Right. <laughs> yeah, www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix and uh, follow our Twitch stream channel, twitch.tv forward slash Orange Phoenix TV. You don't have to get, get to follow us at Orange Phoenix Media. Also, I will be announcing uh, the movie date, which will be this week, y'all, for Sword of the Stranger, and it also will be uh, spinning the wheel as well. All right, so I will be getting that together. So, Panel Street, you got anything else for the listeners out there? Hey, go see Snake Eyes. I heard good things. We'll go see that as well. And uh, I hope you guys stay safe out there on this beautiful Monday. You already know what Mondays is. We make Monday our bitch. Until next time. Peace. Peace.